Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, Jay, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I have a question for you. What? I'm ready. What were you? What are your thoughts about millennials nowadays and our struggles with the nine to five working structure? Do you think that? We have the way that we were raised or the way we've come up. We're more creative than the generation prior to us. And we feel that being constrained to those type of work hours is difficult for us. Um, I definitely feel it's difficult. I am. I'm not. I do the nine to five now. However, I do it for the security of having a steady paycheck but it is not my ideal I would definitely like to have my make my own hours I would definitely like to be my own boss I would definitely like to use my creativity and have the freedom of making bringing my own money in with the guarantee of a a check right I'm with you 100% there cuz but to play devil's advocate just a little bit, you know, the individuals from our, our the generation prior to us are just going to be like, well, you guys are entitled and all of those work habits, you got to get there your way and, 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 and you guys need more structure in your lives to, to do that. So what would be your retort to someone saying that maybe the nine to five is supposed to be that way to make us appreciate when we eventually are able to set our own schedules. Oh, I definitely have heard that multiple times from other generations, like especially, I guess the um, the baby boomer generation. But oh, yeah. you basically you just a robot. You just do what is told, and you don't have that opportunity to actually see what you really like. Like you've done what you've been trained to do which was in you know you you go to college for a certain for a certain degree to just to go and get a job but a job to me is not the most fulfilling thing it's fulfilling the fact that I know I can pay my rent I know I can eat however um when it's personal fulfillment or happiness Mm -hmm. it's not I don't come home and like yes let me go back to work tomorrow. I can't wait to get back to my desk and be a robot. Right. I don't I don't say that, but but I know that other generations are very they say you know they they're they're happy in that situation and I think that's great. I I I do. I think that if you know whatever floats your whatever floats one's boat, do it. But um, it's not for me, and I don't put. I I plan not to work in a corp in corporate America my entire life. I do not see myself there forever. What about you, KJ? Personally, Jay, I think that I don't. I have never had the mindset to want to be constrained to a nine to five job. Only explicitly because I know that I get distracted very easily. And if there's something that I think is more fulfilling 
within this certain set of directions that I've been given, if I know I can do something more effectively, more productively in a way that might be against the grain or against the status quo, I find myself wanting to do that other than what has been instructed to me. I think at the end of the day, what you produce is what matters. And it's you, if you have positive production, then you did your job. I, I, I like that. I definitely like that because I feel like in this society, I feel like this society is now we're going to where people feel like they can be fulfilled in other ways rather than just going to um, working in corporate America. But, you know, everyone knows that you still have to have a means to um, putting a roof over your head and putting food on your on your table. However, just sticking with the status quo is not what make, makes you happy. It's one, it's just the status quo. That's what mm-hmm. that's what we're used to. And being in that um environment, I don't feel like it's going to make it's going to fulfill fulfill your purpose in life. Like what else is there for us to do or what else is there for one to do in their life? We were I believe we were put here to do something more fulfilling and do what we what makes us happy as individuals absolutely I'm with you 100% cool beans and and you know what I think that there's also an issue with individuals that are of our age group not wanting to take that leap and count on themselves and say hey this is something I love to do I'm actually going to go forth with it and try to make this my career because there's a hesitancy there because a lot of the times either it's not you're not encouraged to do so or the risk doesn't really equate to the reward that you intend to get at the end of it right and yeah i definitely understand where you're what you're coming from where you're coming from that's definitely you know we all we all want to have that instant gratification but I think I'm coming to the point of learning that everything in life is not instant. We do have to work for something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's okay. The only thing that's instant is probably coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That should be a t-shirt. <laughs> that should definitely be a t-shirt. <laughs> and unfortunately, it seems like Without risk, there's not much reward unless because I've never seen anyone have a gargantuan reward that didn't require a huge risk on their part. Mm -hmm. So unless you're willing to, you know, take that leap of faith, nine times out of 10, you won't even know what you're capable of. Right. That's that's really true. You said a lot just. That statement says a whole lot, you know, because we don't know our capabilities until we do take that risk, until we allow ourselves to fall. And I believe that's something that I have to, that's what I'm struggling with right now, because, you know, I want to stay in a safety net, but I need to let my, I need to allow myself to fall at some point and say, you know, let let me pick myself up 
let me see if I can get back up without without that safety net. Right. Standing on your own two feet. Right. Being able to wake up knowing that, hey, I'm trying to do this. This is my baby and I'm going to make sure that at the end of the day it's helping me flourish as well. Mm-hmm. And it's what I love to do. Right. Yeah. I I think that's um that's really important for um I think that's what our generation is so down for right now because we have so many people the startup we are the I feel like we are the startup generation where people are just going out starting starting companies right but, um innovation right and they are taking that risk and they are making it their child right they are saying I am going to nurture this this idea until it is conceptualized and I am able to see a profit from it. It's going to benefit me somehow. And I think right. that I think that is the best thing in the world as well as it's looked upon as one of the worst things. Unfortunately mm-hmm. so. Unfortunately so. Because not everyone's going to be supportive of you taking that risk. Because right. A lot of times, a lot of individuals might secretly want to take the same risk that you're taking, but they know that it's an extremely difficult road. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I having this easy. Definitely understand that. Let's look at Uber. Right. Uber. When when we first heard of Uber, it was like, really, we have taxis. Right. We have the bus system, the train system, but we're gonna have people we don't know drive us around. But really, do we know? Do we know the taxi driver? Not really. Did you know the bus driver? Not really. Did you know the train conductor? And I didn't have a way to contact them. Nope. <laughs> but you got on the train. You got right. on the taxi. You got on the bus. Right. Now we're getting the Uber. We going online, ordering an Uber or a Lyft because yeah. it was an idea. That someone put in play and made billions of dollars off of it. Right. But they believed in it. That's that's the point. You gotta believe in what you're what you're doing. It's not something that you can just say, Well, I think, I want. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's I think that's where people find their their difficulties reconciling that against what they think should happen versus mm-hmm. what reality is and how tough and difficult the real world is like we could all be idealistic and say well I would love for the world to be this way but unfortunately it's not negativity starts to set in and right eventually it's up to you to decide if you're going to do it or not mm-hmm. most definitely absolutely I really love this dialogue we have here, Jay. I do too. I really enjoy talking to you or and talking to whomever else wants to listen because I think this is a dialogue that I believe anyone can chime in on and give their opinion about. And considering um, 
we're both um we're both college graduates and we have you know we're both trying to figure out what we want to do i believe that we are we could be the focal point of just showing you know conceptualizing our ideas absolutely yeah and encouraging others to do so as well right because it's upon us it's the ball's in our hands now you know exactly yeah exactly i like that you make some really good points you do as well thank you absolutely i really um enjoyed this tonight absolutely that's why we're the oxymoronics oxymoronics coming at you absolutely be on the lookout for that merch (laughs) (laughs) in due time in due time in due time but it shall come absolutely so you have anything else to add well I just want to add that if anybody's listening we appreciate you and uh, we love you and Without a doubt, we want to make sure that you have the encouragement to go out and make your dreams come true just as well. Right. And I also want to add that we would love your support. Just make sure you, you continue to listen. We want to give you valuable dialogue. And um, we hope that you just share share our dialogue for other people to hear as well. We're the oxymoronics. Yeah. The best. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think we'll close it out here. Yeah. Sounds good, Jay. It's always a pleasure hearing from you. Always a pleasure hearing from you, KJ. All righty then. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye bye.